Good evening. Happy hump day. Um, of course, welcome to She Said What. I am your go your guest, Alan Newman Jr. today. And we are actually going to have a part two from last Wednesday. If you remember, my guest of last Wednesday was Miss Renee. We have her back today. Um, first, before we cut and get the show started, if you are tuning in from the Blue Rain radio station based in New York, welcome and you are in for a treat. Let's get started on She Said What. Miss Ree, how are you doing today? Hey, Alan, I'm doing good. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Once again, it is a pleasure to have you on the show with us here for She Said What. Um, today, we're going to do something a little different. As my dad used to say, we're going to go through the cornfield. But today, I want to focus more on living, loving, living, and staying healthy in the Black community and also talk about love and relationships in the Black community. Um, so I want to start off with um, looking, living, and staying healthy. So we know we're not going to give misery age, but whatever you think it is, you'll probably be shocked if she told you how old she is. But we know Black does not crack, for one thing, especially when you are maintaining your healthy feet. So with that being said, when it comes to the Black community, uh, misery. Do you think we place a big enough basis on looking, not just looking, I, I want to say more like living and staying healthy? Um, because you know, in the black community, a lot of us are used to not eating healthy, especially starting from an early age. Um, and as you get older, kind of being stuck in doing the same routine, um, and not being open to kind of changing your diet. And stuff like that, and then of course you know the age, the old, the old adage they say about the black community: diabetes, high cholesterol, high blood pressure, all that stuff tends to affect our community. Um, do you think our community attempts to live a healthier life, or do we just tend to be like, you know what, it is what it is, as long as I get to enjoy the life that I have? No, I, I think we're getting trying to get a little better with um eating healthy you know because actually it's the food the junk they oh my god you have sugar in everything mm -hmm, sugar mm -hmm. in everything you know it's true, it's true. It's, yeah. <laughs> like okay but no i think we're trying to get back on track because yeah this this food is garbage mm-hmm that's a fact. That's it is a fact. garbage. And do, do you think, I and like you said, our generations are getting better at it. Um, do you think there's a central way that we can get back? Because like you said, there's sugar almost in everything you eat nowadays um, with a lot of processed foods. Um, 
But you know, when it comes to black community, when it comes to the food we eat at family reunions, cookouts, all of that stuff, we always tend to bring out the more unhealthier stuff anyway, when it comes to us eating. Um, do you think there's a way that we can curb that or change that? And when I say curb or change it, you know for a fact, black folks ain't trying to see no grades of vegetables at no barbecue. <laughs> black people are not trying to have any of that when they're having celebrations. It's like, yo, what the media, the greasier, the better. <laughs> but how do you think we can actually change that tide when it comes to when we celebrate, you don't necessarily have to celebrate by eating unhealthy. You know, I don't know. You just said we eat grease and, you know, the fried. The, I don't know. I mean, just think about it. Everything that's unhealthy is basically cheap. Mm-hmm. First True. of all. True. First of all. You know what I mean? So I'm like... You go in the store and in your pockets, the you know, the family pockets may not may want the healthy stuff, mm-hmm. but you can't afford it now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that I think that plays a, a role in it too. And like I said, the food is garbage. So True. I'm like, you don't see a lot like say when I was growing up, you seen mm-hmm. a lot like a lot of vegetable stands, you know, your mother's always bringing in. I know we have, we have fruits in our house all the time, whether it was fresh or in the can, mm-hmm. it was fruits. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we ate, we ate different. We didn't say it was healthy. It was just like more healthy food available yeah. that wasn't yeah. even expensive. You know what I mean? True, like you just go true. down the street and see the man at the grocery store. My mom, you know, like I said, we always had that kind of. If you had, uh, when we ate, we always had a vegetable. You know what I mean? We always had a vegetable, and we always have fruits like every day. So, and it, 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 like I said, it just comes with. But now the food that you may want to eat, it costs too much. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. The the better food, the, the the cheap food, anything you still you still got Kool Aid around. <laughs> it don't is... know that, who don't know that's a buttload of sugar? <laughs> Kool Aid, but you know what I'm saying. So I'm like, mm, it it'll take it take a little minute. You know what yeah. I mean? But I think if it was it was if it was more of it being more the healthier foods being more available mm-hmm. you know as far as like the expense yeah you know what i'm saying i yes, think ma'am. that that would be so easy you know okay what I mean? okay i got that i got that and actually one of our um viewers said i feel like we don't get on track until it becomes a trend or our health forces us to eat healthy which unfortunately in our community that is true yeah um i don't i i don't know if um Re, if you can attest, or some of those who are listening, where we've seen family members who were not eating healthy, and then when they got the proverbial bad news from the doctor that you need to switch this up, then it's like, oh man, I can't be eating this. I can't be eating this. I'm not coming to your house because you're not going to be eating what I need to make it. Because I remember when I got sick, um, and um, after what I went through, it changed up how my blood and everything was. And the doctor was like, yeah, Alan, this stuff, this stuff, this stuff, 
you can't eat like you're 21 years no more because of what you went through. And it forced me to have to intentionally like look and say, I cannot eat this. I can eat this in moderation. I don't need to have this at all. But it is true. We tend to not take that step until the doctor's like, yo, if you don't stop doing this, you may die or you may lose yep. this. You replace that. Yep. So that also shows that sometimes we're not disciplined in the community with our eating until we are put in a corner. And that doesn't necessarily work for everybody. Because I, I was just getting ready to say. Because yeah, we all <laughs> got that one family member that when you go out to eat, you tell about, wait a minute, baby, let me pull my purse out so I can take my aspirin and stuff before <laughs> I eat. Or for those who have high blood pressure and cholesterol, you walk around with the oil and vinegar in your purse because you go <laughs> to the restaurant and eat ribs. you like, let me put some vinegar on the ribs to cut it. Yeah. So it's not, it doesn't work for everybody. <laughs> but usually when we're putting our back is against the wall, we're like, I need to change my diet. But Rhea, I want to go back to what you were just saying about your childhood. My childhood was actually the same. Both my parents was in the military. But my sister and I was built off of a balanced diet. Um, I Because I have a lot of friends who asked, it was like, oh, Alan, why is it like when you need to lose weight, you can drop it quickly? And I was like, honestly, fruits and vegetables have never been my fight. I was like, since I was little, that was one thing. Alan and Martha made sure you had your meat. You had your veggies, like yep. they made sure, and it wasn't gonna be no. Let me eat three, four pieces of chicken. Oh no, broccoli. Nah, it's like you about to eat all that broccoli and eat that one piece of chicken, and you about to be happy. So for me, broccoli and stuff has never been an issue for me eating vegetables. But it's funny because you talk to some people in the community. I don't eat vegetables. I don't eat vegetables. Just like, and I'm in my in my head, I'm like. You definitely need to be eating some vegetables <laughs> in your diet. Like you can't just be eating meat. So it's interesting because I have been um, about before the pandemic hit. I had went um, vegan. I did vegan for a year. Uh -huh. um, and I'm not gonna lie. And this isn't an advocate for those listening saying <laughs> you need to become a vegan or anything like that. But when I did it, I felt the difference. Um, and then when I had switched back. Because like you said, certain diets are very expensive. Mm -hmm. And when you're talking about going vegan or pescatarian or just being a vegetarian at all, you have to be intentional in what you are, what the, the foods that you're buying. Yeah. Um, and especially if you have like diabetes and stuff like that, you can't eat too many processed foods and stuff like that. So you kind of have to, it's like you have to navigate your food wheel, but within a price range because yeah. you are absolutely correct. The biggest impediment I think in the black community is the food is not affordable when you yeah. have to change your diet. If you go to, I don't know if you have a, um, you go to a Trader's Joe's or you go to yeah. a uh, um, Whole Foods and I went to Whole Foods one time. <laughs> they won't see me again. Not until I'm making that kind of money to be going in there. Like when I be hearing people talking about I'm going to Whole Foods and I'm, I'm like, you, what? You got Whole Foods money? <laughs> I went in there one time and I was like, yeah, this ain't it. This ain't it at all. So we definitely, I think, in the community have to work towards maybe making it available um, yeah. in our community, which yeah. comes down to 
I guess us doing the necessary work in our community, which kind of goes back to what we had talked on last week when you had mentioned that um, kind of, and I'm paraphrasing, um, that there's not a lot of stuff that's accessible in our community um, yeah. when it comes to bettering ourselves. And I think the key things that aren't as accessible, in my opinion, for us is when it comes to education and when it comes to being healthy. Yeah. Um, because honestly, we never get the top quality when it comes to that. And yeah. people and, and people are listening probably saying, well, Alan, you go to Walmart. Hey, I stopped messing with Walmart. You get vegetables from Walmart, you got 24 hours. And when you open that fridge, that stuff done went bad. I don't know what's <laughs> going on with Walmart with their produce. I kid you not for I kid you not for those who shop at Walmart and I had to stop because I used to be so upset because I would sit there and be like, I'm buying my salad, all of my stuff. So I'm good. Mm -hmm. for the week. Mm -hmm. And then when it's time for me to get to, I'm like, how is this already not went bad? Like y'all not helping me at all. So now I have to go to either a Target, which I don't like going to either because they expensive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or I got to go to the Publix in our area or if you were if you have the opportunity go to a um, neighborhood food mart during the weekend yeah. you know those are seasonal yeah and get better stuff so with that being said with the um looking and living and staying healthy re what are some other things you think in our community we should probably be doing to help us for the living and staying healthy because like i said earlier in the show black don't crack for a lot of us <laughs> and sometimes because that black don't crack, we think the outside because it looks good, not realizing the inside is slowly but surely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe we need to get some of these, uh, what you call it? Um, uh, neighborhood gardens. Mm. My mom, you know, my mom lives in New York. My family is from New York. My mom lives in New York. Right. So she she, you know, has a house still in, living in a house we grew up in. Right. Mm -hmm. In the back of that house, it has like a yard. Mm -hmm. Right. So she used to uh, plant vegetables. Right. Okay. We even had like a, a grapevine on one side. Right. Mm -hmm. And on the other side, my mom had did like green peppers, cabbage, turnip greens uh collard greens um just just little things right and i tell you you talking about fresh and tastes like i mean you know the difference of fresh food mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm, mm -hmm. when she would put them greens in the pot they would look so green till it was like artificial Ah, yes, ma'am. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. I'm like, we get back to the basis of that, learning how to grow our food and, you know, from, from staying out of the market, you know what I'm saying? That that would be a help. Because mm -hmm. I watched this show like years ago, right? They was talking about the food and the food in the bag. When you hear a person from the CDC say, he would now they was talking about salads so when they they like they was getting all this um what you call it e coli uh-huh that yeah e coli was having a, a field day with stuff mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. and he said from the cdc the guy said he and his family do not do not eat 
those those salads that come in a bag. Ah, okay, okay, okay. And I was like, you know, you you listen to these people that are in health, health like in the health field as far as like foods and stuff. You'd be surprised what the heck they be saying. So I was like, so of course. We don't eat food that come, we don't eat that, <laughs> that salad in the bag. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's easy. Not that we have, but I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't even think about it. You know what I mean? Because if you did, and, and, and then he said, if you do, you must wash it. Do you know how many people just open up the bag and just, and just it throw it in the bowl it? or whatever and start eating it? Yep. It's like, mm-hmm. come on. I just think like if it was like you said, it's not available to us. Things in the, and you know me, it's designed that way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Any anything that's bad, we're the worst of the bad. Yes, we get the tail end. Yeah. So if everybody true. eating bad food, we got the junk of the bad food. Bad food. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's true. That's true. You know what I'm saying? And and I like what you're saying about growing your own because um especially especially if you still go in the country parts of like South Carolina, Georgia, North Carolina, um, you would still see because um my mom has family and from those who listen, you might not know where this place is, Utahville, South Carolina. So you think of like the smallest whole place you know, that's Utahville, South Carolina. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they don't have no delivery places go there. When the lights are off at night, it's country dark. You ain't walking down no road because you. Wow. Can't, you can't so that's see. so when you, that's blackness. Yes, that like you, you go to you can't even see field. your hand. You can't even see your hand in front of you. Exactly, and, and that's what you're seeing when you are um in Utahville. But when you go to Utahville, they still have collard green fields, cucumber fields, tomato fields, like all of that stuff. Um. When we used to go down there quite frequently, it was not odd for them to just go to the backyard and use everything from the backyard and brought it in to cook with. You yeah. ain't have to run to the Walmart. You ain't have to run. Yeah. So for them, it was Piggly Wiggly before it closed. You ain't have to run to the Piggly Wiggly to get what you wanted. Um, you're able to um, just get what you got from the ground and make it yourself. Um, and I think... The biggest challenge may be the younger generation isn't on the up when it comes to gardening and making your own because we're used to everything being microwave processed. I run in the store, I grab it and go. So it may come down to in our community, the the older generation that is still here, the mature. So let me put this disclaimer out: the mature folks of the older generation may have to go. And I remember when my sister was growing up, um, my aunt was a caterer and it was nothing for when we visited for the summer, when she's cooking, my sister was in the kitchen with her because she wanted to know how to do stuff. And I think we're missing that element. Not saying that everybody, not everybody wants to cook. I'm not going to lie. I can cook, but I ain't trying to cook all the time. Nobody wants Uh to do that all the time. But I think (laughs) we, we may need that element where we have young people that are being developed to, hey, once you start cultivating and building your own in the black community that can actually help um now i see michelle said with these prices that's the only way i'm going to be able to afford to eat the prices prices are ridiculous and getting astronomical i think um 
I went to or I did grocery shopping one time and I usually grocery shop week to week. Um, but I think that week I grocery shop and I think my food and it wasn't even a lot of food and it came out to like almost two hundred dollars. And when I say it wasn't a lot of food, that that wasn't going that probably was going to last like three or four days. Like that was not enough food to be costing almost two hundred dollars. Talking about you about to take me through this. Yeah. So the way food is um, sold, especially in the black community, it makes it extremely hard to be like pig feet uh, salad. Well, I can get the pig feet for a pack for those who eat pig feet because I don't eat pig feet anymore. For those who eat pig feet, you probably talking about that's cheaper than having to deal with the salad. So you're gonna, I'm gonna grab that, throw some rice and beans and some collard greens and call it a day when you should have been eating the salad and being a lot healthier. Yeah. So that definitely affects um that as well now i see i wonder if it's related to our history where we only get the scraps huh and renee i think that piggybacks off you said in our in us as a community we're always the ones getting the the trash of the trash of everything yeah which makes sense when you think about it back in the day especially when it came to chitlins and hog moths and pig feed and all all of that stuff um do you think that plays a part in why we probably are so inclined to accept the scraps now, even when it comes to our health, when it's come to eating, just because our generation had been groomed in previous generations with eating that? I don't know, because they made some they made some meals out of scraps. So no, I was, <laughs> you didn't even know you was eating scraps when you was eating those scraps. True, true, true. Up. Um, <laughs> that now that is true, and I think the tech, the technological advancements in the society, and I think as us learning more about what we're putting in our body, yeah, also cause us to be more self conscious. Um, but even like you said, some of those scraps that uh, grandparent, great grandma, great great grandma, grandma put together was whole meals that kept the family going. Yeah, but as we're getting older, you're starting to realize some of those meals weren't necessarily the healthiest of choices right. for us. We had no choice but to eat that, um, right. to be so, honest. So, but, have, but like like you said, having the choice, we can eat better. But like I said, it's it, when you want to eat, like you say, going on, going on these different diets, right? Mm -hmm. Hey, you got to be mindful, okay? It's gonna cost me. Why you gotta be thinking about costs when you're trying to get healthy? That's Why? That's Why? True. The look, the cheapest, the cheapest, the cheapest uh diets is fasting. And that's the best one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's the best one because it puts it actually puts your body back into uh it rejuvenates the cells. So you in a pro when you're fasting, you're in a process of eliminating old cells and all types of stuff. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Even water fast. Yeah. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So you could dry fast and water fast. Mm -hmm. That that right there is a whole lot better than all these other types of things. If you know, if you're if you trying to get your body uh like um back into a healthy space mm -hmm. quickly. You know what true, I mean? True, true. Because if you because it's like you're giving your body rest. People people don't realize when they talk about these diets, oh well, 
you 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 eat six times a day, right? Look, you're not giving your body time to time to rest. Mm-hmm. Your mm-hmm. digestive system time to rest. Mm-hmm. It has it doesn't even have time to rejuvenate anything. If I'm eating four times a day, here's twelve o'clock. Here's four o'clock. Before it even it takes four hours for it to start doing what it needs to be doing. Mm-hmm. Four hours are nothing, right? Mm-hmm. Seventeen hours, you're at your max of even starting to rejuvenate just that one day. So imagine if you did it for seven days, just seven mm-hmm. days. If yeah. you read about that, you you'd be so surprised of what's working in those seven days that you did not eat anything. Your cells is really healing themselves. Now that you said that, do you feel like the black community when it comes to eating healthy and living healthy, we fall susceptible to the newest fad because you're talking about dieting. And I always feel like when you're hearing about the newest diet or, um, if you're listening to the newest weight plan or get get this um, weight loss pill or drink this weight loss tea. And every, it, every time I hear or see that, I always see us's <laughs> that are the ones that are buying this stuff. Like as soon as you hear, I bought this pill and I sat there after 23 days, I dropped all this weight. <laughs> and you see them black people just sitting there drinking it up, eating it up. Do you think we allow the latest trends to suck us in to these fake health fads? Yeah, because you know why? It's the end fad, like you said, and we don't do research. Because if you did research, then you say, nah, that that ain't it. You know what I mean? You, you, you would know. We just, like you said, it becomes a fad. You know, hey, let me try this. It, what what may work for one person may not work for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I personally don't think them teas mm. or them pills work. I'm just saying for me, because I do know those things are more focused towards women. But right. I'm, just, I'm just saying, I know a couple women that I see on social media that have been taking them things for a couple of years. And I mean, I ain't see no change. But I'm not going <laughs> to say that to them because I ain't trying to get cut. But you better I not no when I see it. But I know some people that have been doing it for a minute. So sometimes I, I feel like for me personally, it's old fashioned, eating healthier, drinking um right. As you can tell, they mentioned you got to be careful with the water you drink because Aquafina and Dasani are both trash. Like the creators of Aquafina and Dasani, they definitely, that was something they should have left um to the imagination because both of those waters are trash. Mm-hmm. Um but I do feel like those fads do cause us to have yeah. expectations. Um, and then like Michelle said, everyone wants to have an Instagram body without putting in the work. Yeah, because um, I was getting ready to say, because these days, I mean, these days, okay, I don't like my stomach anymore. I and rather for me to try to do a little bit of walking or do an exercise that, that's convenient for me or, you know, just not... I'll just go in the, under the knife and just let them suck the fat, you know, it's do lipo or do this or do that. But they don't realize that's a surgery. Yes. And surgery, you can die. 
Exactly. You can mess up yourself and have problems. I know people that have done both in both situations. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Have died, or now they're walking around. Um, they have to take uh stool softeners every day. You know what I mean? It just messes up your system. You know what I mean? Because you want to go the fast route and you don't think about, okay, something may happen. Exactly. Exactly. And and then you messed up. True. Very true. Very true. Hey, Kim, welcome to the show. Glad you're here with us. Um, For those who are tuning in now, um, I'm here with the lovely Bree. We're currently talking about loving, living, and staying healthy. Um, But sit tight because we are about to go to a quick commercial break and then we'll be back here on She Said What for the conclusion. Jador. Jador. Jador Awareness Apparel is an apparel line named after my baby boy, Lyric Jador. This is an apparel line with a purpose. Through fashion, we desire to bring awareness to diagnoses such as cerebral palsy, epilepsy, autism, just to name a few. This apparel line is designed to help those who are often forgotten about gain a voice and be included in typical society. Too often we have excluded those we are not familiar with and it's time that we do something different to get a different result. Come get dipped, y'all. Ow. You are tuned into the He Said What Network with your boy RG. I'm your guy, Alan M. Newman Jr. Well, Mike, with your girl, that be. With your girl, Simply Bree. Keep it locked. And be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. The He Said What Network, where we are bridging the gap between Black and Latinx men and women. Check us out. Welcome, 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 welcome back to She Said What. If you are still, if you are currently tuning in from the Blue Rain uh, radio show based in New York City, welcome. You are here for an amazing show. I hope you've been enjoying it so far tonight on She Said What. I'm with my lovely guest, Ree. We just actually finished a pretty good dialogue talking about eating healthy. <laughs> um, and I kind of wanted to piggyback off because we were just talking about the fact that people are sitting here having um doing all these diet fads where you could probably simply do the surgery but people are not looking at the consequences of doing those surgeries but the funny thing re is like if you follow on instagram and for those who are listening you can are listening or watching (laughs) know what you feel a lot of times there are people that are getting the surgeries but are not telling people they're getting the surgery and are promoting these teas and stuff like the tea did it and then later, years later, you find out that individual never took a drop of tea, took any pills. They went under the knife, got that work done, and went about their business. Now, I'm not knocking it. You want the, you want the body you want. If you can afford it, you like it. I love it. Do you? Um, but like you did say, Ray, I, uh, Ray, I don't think a lot of people do take in the risk of getting cut on um, for someone who did get cut on because of um, what I was going through. I don't think people realize the ramifications that it has on your body. Um, mm-hmm. Not just when you get it done, but months, years down yeah. the road, um, when you have that kind of trauma 
um, done to your body. I mean, I don't know if you guys seen like how they do liposuction and stuff. And when you see them stick that, um, yeah, man, like that's causing major trauma to your body. Um, and when you see people who are getting, of course, you know, we're in 2022 where everyone's getting BBLs left and right. Um, and you see the stuff <laughs> that getting attached to to drain out the blood while they're healing and stuff. Yeah, you're trying to have that snatch waste, but sometimes you got to think about what that may do for you later on um, in life. Um, yeah. Sometimes it's just better to discipline yourself, put in the work, um, eat right, move healthier, and hit the gym. Um, and right, Kim, it's going to make you broke, sick, and fat. Because sometimes I learn with those BBLs, if you don't follow the process that the doctor gives you after you get that surgery, it probably won't work. So um, it's not just you get it done and you just jump up in the nearest stream bikini and you just like, here, look at me. You still got to do stuff for that. Um, and it's like, it's so, it's, and the funny thing you say on BBLs, I'm like, this stuff, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I'm like, for one, Alan, when we women, okay. First of all, do not get me in trouble. <laughs> I am not getting you in trouble. I am saying it. I am saying it. I'm like, come on. I mean, shoot, sometimes I'll be looking like, what the heck on? You don't know that's fake. Get, get out of here. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, like you said, they don't put in the work and, and, and you don't, they don't realize that is a surgery. You're doing trauma to your body. Mm -hmm. Once that you go under that anesthesia and they cut you, that is trauma. That ain't, your body have never done, you know what I mean? It, and it has to, and see the doctors, when they do these surgeries, they say, oh, you're going to be out of work for three months. You know what I mean? They don't tell you that your body is going to probably take two years to feel normal mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. with certain surgeries. You know what I mean? You're still going to, you, you have to bounce back because you're getting up and you're going to work and see, you know, the three months, okay, you're dragging along, six months come, okay, you you looking like you're okay, but your body ain't okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Your body is really not okay. You know what I mean? It done went through a, a trauma. And sometimes, like I say, these surgeries, oh, oh, we done looked up Dr. Feelgood and he been doing it for 15 years. Well, guess what? You may be the one where Dr. Feelgood ain't sleep good at night and come in there and screw you up. You know what I mean? Or, you know, just, just anything. Or your body just is just just didn't take the anesthesia. You don't know because you never had surgery before. That part. You can have part. any complication. You could just have a little blood clot mm -hmm. that formulates. It's a whole lot of stuff when it comes to surgery. But we just uh, okay. I'm just gonna look fine. I'm not mm -hmm. even. I'm not even gonna think about. But like you said, if that soothes you, make you feel better about yourself go ahead but it's like it's a lot to think about because it's mm -hmm. surgery it's not like that's that's something very major and serious yeah just because everybody else doing it and they came out okay you may not 
Exactly. Exactly. That's why I've always been when it comes to them saying, oh, one out of two people success successfully have a surgery. I'm just like, yeah, I'm concerned because that one that had it ain't come out. So <laughs> you're always telling me how to, it's, it's successful with one out of two people. It's a 50 50 chance. Yeah, I'm going to roll out. So that's what he's saying 50 50 chance. So I'd rather mm -hmm. say one out of two people than 50 50. <laughs> oh, this is a good one. What about the parents who approve their teens to get cosmetic surgery? Whew. Um, yeah. That's a hard one. Yeah, because it's weird. And this shows you how times have changed. Because for those who are listening and for and watching and for Ree, I know for a fact in Ree's generation, no kid was going to sit there talking about, I'm going to go get my boobs done. I know <laughs> my generation, no one was handling yeah. the early 90s and stuff about mm -hmm. getting your lip fillers done. And, mm -hmm. and But now you look at today's generation, you're hearing about 17, 18, 16-year-olds, parents taking them out and getting waivers to get this stuff done. Um, for me personally, I don't think kids should not be getting it. Now, mm -hmm. I can see adults, because some people, for women, some are um, heavier in the chest than others. Some don't really have nothing up top. Some may have much on the bottom. Some may not. So your self-esteem may be like, you yeah. know what? I think I want that. Now the difference is, I think we all we forget children are always developing. So yeah. for you to be willing to take that risk with a teenager, not knowing how their body may play out, because yeah. I know for a fact, I know a couple of young ladies I went to school with, and when we was in school, there was really nothing to look at. They they were straight sticks, and mm -hmm. then when puberty and stuff hit them, they blossomed, didn't they? It blossomed. It was like, yeah, I don't remember you looking like that at all. <laughs> And they're like, yeah, it just it just happened kind of the same way with height. You, you yeah. sit five foot nothing for like all of high school, then you have a growth spurt all of a sudden. So I think that is crazy to kind of input that on your child. And like I said, especially when you look at the, you don't know the physical trauma that exactly. may come because yeah. um, I had four four surgeries on my thigh, um, in the span of four days. Um, with mm. a rest between each because of what was going on. But even to this day, I have moments where mm. you still mm. deal with the trauma of those mm -hmm. surgeries mm -hmm. just because it was no run-of-the-mill scraping something off the top. Right. Like it went, went in to my right. eye for what they had to do. So that happened to somebody who's a fully grown adult because I was 33 when that happened. Imagine right. the trauma you're putting on someone who is 16, 17, 18, and are not fully developed. So that's very, very, very and, disturbing. And then, my, like you said, back in my time, my mom would have been like, uh, oh, really? <laughs> uh, you you do it when you could pay for it. You know what I mean? I, I, don't even, I wouldn't even want to, first of all, I wouldn't do it. I would say, uh, see me when you get 21 or something. You know what I mean? That part, that See part. when you get 21. Maybe your mind changed because adolescence, the brain and the stuff is all over the place. You know what I'm that saying? Is, Maybe we have bad. a talk about it then. Mm -hmm. I mean, because what, like again, surgery, that is major. What if I say, okay, yeah, I'm going to go let you get your boobs done and this and that and the other. Okay, you come out 
you got a deformity now because they they screwed up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or mm-hmm. again, you died on the table because you was allergic to anesthesia. So who who is that gonna be on? Me mm-hmm. for the rest of my life because mm-hmm. something happened to you because I'm trying to fulfill a, a surgery which mm-hmm. we could have probably waited on to mm-hmm. see, okay, is that your thought process when you get a certain age from me? Exactly. I mean, let's work out something here mm-hmm. before surgery. That's cutting on the body trauma. Fran, this is Michelle said I was raised with Christian parents. They would have told me I was fearfully one who made, kiss me on my cheek and sit me on my way. Yes, ma'am. That's Us right. Kids, that's exactly how we would have been handled. <laughs> Definitely yeah. would have been no. That's exactly how we would have been handled about that without a yeah, doubt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You better get out of here. Exactly. And I see Kim. So <laughs> what about those crazy doctors injecting concrete in women? Whew, yeah, that that's wild. Um, the sad thing is it's the, the money that these people are paying to get this done. Um, it's a very lucrative business. Yeah. Um, and exactly. sometimes when you have a business where you can make a lot of money and real fast, that's when you get the shady people that yep. start participating in that. And yes, doctors are trained. Plastic surgeons are trained. All of them are trained to do their job. But we've also learned, especially now when you have the black market with stuff, some doctors will cut corners and will sacrifice your health to get whatever you want done. And sometimes people don't realize, well, if they screw up, I'll just sue them. But sometimes people don't be reading those waivers they be signing. Because I remember when I had my first surgery, and they actually asked this question for each surgery. They asked if you consent to anesthesia. They ask you if you are allergic to anesthesia. Like, they ask all these questions before uh-huh. you put you down. Now, for me, I had never got cut on before in my life. Right. So you ask me if I'm allergic to anesthesia, my response is going to be no, because I never had it before. So if right. I'm allergic and I don't know, because it's never, <laughs> I've never had it, yeah. and I tell you yes, and then you do the procedure and I die, well, he signed this waiver that he consented to all of this, and he understood all the terms and conditions, and da 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 so, I mean, it happened because, of course, one out of two people survive when you do these procedures. Yeah. So, I mean, like, th- you're, those are you're that one of the two. Yeah, so you really, you really, really got to be careful when it comes to that. Um, it's definitely got to be careful. Now, for those, <laughs> yeah, you're going to find out today. You're you going to find out today. You're going to learn today. Um, and, and, that, and that's the scary thing. And you definitely got to be careful. So, um, for those that are listening and watching, if you get your BBL, you like it, I love it. Just be careful. Um, for those who are not, just make sure it's even. <laughs> <laughs> and make sure it's even. Make sure it's even. <laughs> now we're going to kind of turn the conversation a little bit. Um, if you, for those who are watching on the screen, you see the topic is now love and relationships. Um, so. I know Miss Ree's been married for a bit. She got her little boo thing. She got her dude. She got her. She got her <laughs> poppy chulo. Yeah. So, Ree, when it comes to love and relationships, do you feel like in the black community, when you're on the outside looking in, since you are married, when you look at the single, and when I'm saying single blacks, I'm talking about those who are not married. Like, because if you're not, if you're married, you're not single. So even if you're dating, but you're still looked at as single. 
do you feel like in our community when it comes to love and how we handle relationships do you think we are handling them properly or do you feel like our generation is slowly losing their grasp on how to handle relationships and how to actually love each other correctly you just the the last part of that love each other correct you know I me mean? it's it's like where's the love mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. you have so many people that are damaged right mm-hmm. for whatever relationship from when they was growing up watching a mom and a father or you know one single one single parent household you know or you know it's it's just a lot of luggage but when you don't have the love is the main thing right mm-hmm. and if you don't know how to love you know what I mean and then if you you're a person that uh came from like a dark background right mm-hmm. so you say you'll say like okay men don't want to open up or you get in a relationship where everybody's carrying a piece of luggage right so if you can't get past that it's it's, it's hard mm-hmm. it's going to be very hard because mm-hmm. the first thing is love you got to just you can't say okay you can't forget your past or you can't forget what happened but it, it starts with love when 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 like okay say when you damage goods you already got the male or the female at a 10 feet away mm-hmm. i don't want this i don't want that i don't want this i ain't gonna take this i ain't gonna take that right <laughs> yes so right. you already like way out there so mm-hmm. now you gotta do stuff to reel you back in how don't know I may not even want to try. You say one one thing to me that remind me of Joe back when. Yeah. Bye. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's that's really true, especially in our communication in our community. We have a lot of broken and battered um, men and women, not not just women. You got yeah. you got some men that are totally um, messed up from previous relationships, um, especially when we live in a community. I, I, I've, I've come to grips with the story that I have with my interaction relationships from watching my dad isn't everybody's story because um, mm-hmm. I'm learning not a lot of black men had that example growing up yep. on how to handle your mother or how to handle women in general, um, right. how to be respectful, how to approach them. And I think vice versa as well. You don't have a lot of young girls who grew up seeing their mom being loved appropriately not just by their father probably any man that comes into their mom's life and i think that kind of adds to the trauma um now when we come to the aspect of love um i do know love takes time i know love Mm -hmm. takes a minute to develop and of course when you're developing love sometimes you do have your bumps and bruises but do you think we're giving up on the wrong bumps we get and when i say wrong bumps people will be quicker to give up because you feel like this person isn't trying to love you correctly, but they may stay with somebody who is mentally, physically, or emotionally abusing them. And they're saying, oh, it's because he loves me the way I need to be loved. But you're literally seeing the trauma that's being bestowed on her. So sometimes I wonder if people are not even accurately loving each other or even know what love looks like. That, that, yeah, that's what you're saying right there. They don't even know what they love, know what looks, love like. looks like. They don't even know what love looks like. If you, if you latching on to somebody that's that's so abusive and this and that and the other, you know what I mean. So 
it, it comes like, okay, if you haven't been taught, right, mm -hmm. you have to be willing to learn. Mm -hmm. So if you're not willing to learn, that's when you run. Okay. Oh, he say one bad thing. I'm I'm out of here. Mm -hmm. She she do that. If she don't do this, I'm out of here. You know, mm -hmm. like like everybody's a quick fix, like that microwave. <laughs> well, if it ain't done in one minute, mm -hmm. what happened? That's that's it took too long. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah, if it, it in in love, the old cliche, love conquers all. No, you have to know how. You have to know what love is mm -hmm. what's love for you you know what mm -hmm. I mean mm -hmm. have you been taught to love you know I mean you have to be willing to put them those little guards down mm -hmm. slowly not so fast mm -hmm. but you have to be willing to learn mm -hmm. these days people don't even want to learn a person Sometimes you don't even know his name. What what's his name again? <laughs> what's, what's her name again? <laughs> you know, that, that chick. True. You know, that, that dude. True. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. it's, it's like, okay, if if if, it, if you ain't even having a conversation, you don't even start the conversation off right now. I don't, I don't think I'm gonna talk to him no more. Everybody have in their head of this guy, this is the guy I want. Mm -hmm. I want this dude, this, 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 and this. Mm -hmm. I want this chick. Most, most time is 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 women with the list, mm -hmm. right? But can you you look on your own list? Can you can you fulfill your own list? Are you doing everything on that list? Now, with you being saying, with you saying that, Re, then the challenge is, and my brothers don't come for me. <laughs> then then our challenge is a lot of y'all and when i'm saying y'all i'm talking about women in the black community a lot of y'all are able to match the list you're requesting out of us though so how do we navigate that where where the list so let's say your list you 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 everything you want your guy to have you check that off like you have it so what do you do if you are running into men okay. That don't check off your list, but you check so, it off. Do okay, is that so, when you make allowances so, and you pick and choose on what so, you want to accept? So let so let me understand it. You said every I got a list, right? Mm-hmm. For my dude. Mm-hmm. So you're saying most times when women have a list. No, I'm not they, saying most. I'm no, I'm just saying like when you look at women today, a right? lot of them are actually able to check off their list and say, I have this stuff. Hmm. You get what I'm saying? Give me that auntie I'm, look. I'm like, I don't you, think so. You don't think so? Listen, listen. Mm -hmm. This is this is okay. Our kids, right? Me and my husband been together for 30 years, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So our boys, just as well as our girls, it's mm -hmm. an even slate there mm -hmm. with the stuff that we tell them, right? Mm -hmm. With our boys, we tell them. When you get somebody, let them be a help to you like you be a help to them, right? Because mm -hmm. guess and what? Likely so. Guess what? Your mama ain't going to let you be nobody cash cow. <laughs> I don't care how pretty she is, how she come, but you ain't going to be nobody cash cow. 
Mm-hmm. And that's what I tell my boys, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Because no, you know, some the household, you get tired of women, oh yeah, your man, the man gotta take care of you, this and that and the other. Yes, they mm-hmm. do have everybody has their place, mm-hmm. but men are not supposed to be, as far as I'm concerned, men are not supposed to be nobody cash cow. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, you sitting and we're struggling, we're gonna struggle together. Mm-hmm. You ain't gonna sit home. While I'm out there working, if mm-hmm. I'm male, you're not gonna sit home while I'm working, and then when I get home, uh, you may cook and this and that and the other. But while you ain't working, we don't have to struggle if you're a working body and mm-hmm. you could get a job. Let's struggle mm-hmm. and build together. To mm-hmm. me, that's not building together. Mm-hmm. And then, especially when I get there, you're complaining. Mm-hmm. Put your ass out there and work. Your mama mm-hmm. must have told you that you're the queen of the house and you have to do nothing. I don't agree mm-hmm. when women are home and men are struggling to pay the bills and you can work. Mm-hmm. I, don't okay. you get a, I don't care if you get a part-time job. Now with, now, with that being said, Ree, then do you believe, because you are right, you definitely have a generation that um, a lot of women believe that it's just the man's job to protect, provide, and do all of that stuff or whatever, because that's definitely a big discussion in 2022 has been made um, when it comes to relationships, which is that correct? Absolutely not. Um, I always tell people when I look at it, if, if in your mind you expect him to do all of that stuff, then you might need to find you a partner who makes that kind of money where it's not going to like he's fine with that. And I think what happens in the black community when we're doing this love and relationship, people try and connect with people that they want them to be something that they are not. And then when the reality comes in that that person is not it, that's when it becomes a problem. And that makes me wonder, are we not setting the correct expectations when we are talking to somebody? Because like you said, you were completely correct. If you connect with your your significant other, if we're struggling as a couple, yes, if I need help, I would want my wife to be like, I got you, babe. Let me do this to help you out. I don't want you to sit there and um, drown. Because one thing, like Kim Gaines is saying, the economy is not what it was when I was coming up. When I was coming up, I can only use me as the best example. My mom retired out the military in 1991 when she had my sister. Once she retired, she made the decision after talking with my dad. She was like, I'm going to stay home with the kids. And they they mutually agreed to that. Mm-hmm. Um, now, in today's economy, you might not be able to make that kind of decision unless your partner works for, has that kind of business where it's not... He can, he don't, whether your income there or not, it's not really doing much because he's already established and is making that kind of money where he can cover. But in the black community, we know that's not always the case. Right. We know for a fact that um, most black men, when it comes to the pay structure, we are not the top earners when it comes to pay in in the jobs that we're Mm -hmm. in. Not counting because I know people are like, oh, what about the athletes? We're not counting the athletes that right. are making money because when they get drafted, they instantly jump into the top 
five, six, one percent. Right. They're no longer in our tax bracket once they get drafted. Right. Um, but for us common folks that are here, it is a struggle. Um, yeah. Houses are not cheap. Um, apartments are not cheap. Apartments are running as much as houses are. These little crumb snatches that people be having definitely ain't cheap. <laughs> Because I'd be seeing my friends talk about childcare, and that'd be making me be like, do I really want to bring a little one in the world? Because, baby, 18 months of that, I don't think I'm trying to deal with all of that. And then you have the bills and everything else that comes into play um, radically can affect what level you're living on. Um, now, I do see Michelle had said everything that she requires um, she can provide, and the circle she in is mostly the same. I also believe it depends on the circle you keep, the circle that yeah. you yeah, um, if, yeah. If you're around people that um, are able to do that, I think you'll be a reflection of them. Because nine yes. times out of ten, if my circle is a certain way, I'm probably going to end up like that circle. Because you know if you're not like that circle, nine times out of ten, you're going to leave it. Right, right, right. I agree. I agree. But sometimes you're you're looking you're 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 in that space where like you know you can see well you're looking for you may have that list that's like I said is just you got maybe two things on a five on a list of five mm -hmm. but you're looking for the guy with the whole five yeah. it ain't gonna work that makes sense that makes sense that makes sense um. I like that. I like that, Miss Reed. Um, we definitely got to get you back. Um, guys, we're actually going to wrap up um, tonight. Of course, it was good to have Miss Reed back with us. We'll make sure we definitely bring her back again because she has a lot of wisdom and a lot of stuff to say, especially about relationships and health, as you can tell. Miss <laughs> um, Reed, we do Always appreciate you pleasure. being here. Yes, ma'am. And of course, if you're looking on the feed, um, her Instagram is at R-E underscore G-A-M-M 19. For those who are listening, so make sure you do follow her. Um, of course, I'm your host, Alan Newman Jr., here for She Said What. Of course, you know, every Wednesday, you can tune in at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the She Said, uh, the He Said What Network on YouTube. Uh, for those that are listening to the Blue, through the Blue Rain Radio Station New York, we definitely appreciate you guys being in here. Looking forward to having you tune in again to be a part of the show. But, of course, you can go to the He Said What Network to see the information in our broadcasting times. Once again, it was a pleasure to have you guys here on She Said What. Looking forward to talking to you guys and seeing you guys on next Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Have a happy Wednesday and see you next week.